What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to Second Avenue Podcast. I'm your host, Jonathan Iris. I'm your other host, Elijah Venencia. Let's kick it off. Let's kick it off, Johnny. Let him know the big news. What were you doing last night? Man, your boy is officially a master. Master's business administration last night. Had my graduation. Wild. Wild to think about, you know. Time went by really quick, but hey, I'm ready to be done at the same time. Definitely. That's what, six years now? Complete? Six years of college. I mean, it's kind of crazy because it's like all I've known is school. And so yeah. I'm ready to just be done with it. <laughs> like, I've been, I mean, the, been ready for a minute, but definitely ready now. That's like 25% of your life. Kind of crazy to think about. That is crazy. That is 25. I mean, like school in general has been like my entire life. Yeah, no. So yeah, it's school just like, is way more than that. Damn, it is crazy. But yeah, also got to give you some congrats here on your associates. You know, that's pretty good too. So shout out to you. Yeah, getting it done um, May 20th. If any fans want to come out, I got limited tickets. So let me know. All right. Um, moving on though, while you're graduating, you know, I was taking care of business. We talk about superhero movies on here. So I had to watch Doctor Strange. I think that's another one you need to watch. You need to either pirate it with Devin or go to the movie theaters and watch it. It was a fire movie. So, yeah, I uh, actually had an offer to go on Thursday and I turned it down. So I, I was like, do I have, need to have seen the old other movies to like get it? And I heard probably not, but I was like, eh, whatever. I also was supposed to get my wisdom teeth taken out on or no, I was supposed to have a like a consultation or whatever on Thursday, and I had to cancel or whatever. Um, so that's why I said no, or else I probably would have just gone anyway. But because I mean, I did see Avengers Endgame after all, after not seeing any other movies. So I don't think this one, uh, this one, yeah, I don't know. This one, I'd do like a little refresher okay. video or something, yeah, okay, <clears throat> like a what's going on or what to see before you know, Dr. Okay. Strange. That'd be not necessarily have to watch it, but. So I understand a little bit. Now I feel that. I mean, we got a little bit other news here. Speaking of wisdom teeth, we were supposed to go see Action Bronson, Earl Sweatshirt, Boldy James, and the Alchemist yesterday on Friday. Action Bronson also getting his wisdom teeth out, so he was unable to perform. Show got canceled. It kind of worked out because I was debating whether I was going to go to my graduation or go to the concert, and I was kind of leaning concert because I really want to see Earl. Um, so at least I got my moment, my graduation. That's cool. So, yeah. Definitely. You know, that was a tough decision. I was trying to keep tabs on you throughout the week. And then, you know, once all that went down, um, you know, it's the wisdom teeth are like prevalent right now. Cause like mine are coming in so bad, but mm. with mine, they can't take them out for some, they're too far down, I guess. It like cut up nerves and everything. So oh, damn. yes, wisdom teeth are, they're winning May so far. I guess so. Yeah. I was supposed to get mine out like two years ago and I didn't do it because they told me it was optional. And then all of a sudden they're like, you need to get them out. And I'm like, that's not what I heard two years ago. Also, I kind of was lacking, you know, shot to COVID, but I wasn't at the dentist like during COVID. So I was lacking. Um, but then when I hit the dentist, they were like, you got to get them out. I'm like, all right, whatever. But then I feel like it's such a commitment because I don't know, you don't know how long the like recovery is going to be. It could be a day, it could be three days, it could be five days, whatever. I got stuff going on. Like I just, especially like with school. So now I'm like, I just want to get them done and do whatever. Definitely. You know, that's something I'm glad I don't have to deal with, but it, it's kind of just a burden just to have them just coming in. So kind of sucks, but yeah, I'll live, I guess. Tough, but I'm getting mine out on May 18th. So it's like right before my graduation party. And I'm just like, 
man i hope i'm good Ooh. <laughs> but it, i know that's bold right i don't know yeah I, I, I don't know about that one i know i saw on tiktok that if you drink pineapple juice you're supposed to be good so i hope i'm good well, i don't know our producer was uh he was chugging those things on in our playstation party and he was still out for at least a few days so i know i might have to reschedule again so we'll see but tentatively may 18 so prayers up in the chat for your boy all right enough enough wisdom teeth talk let's get into the topic for this week for our topic we will have 10 songs you need in your summer playlist why don't you kick it off johnny all right the first song i went with this is the ultimate summer song this fits just about anything you could be doing during the summer riding around windows down at a party anything you want to do it's slide calvin harris frank ocean amigos this is the ultimate summer song like in our generation there's really no summer song that comes close to this i don't think like frank just goes crazy with the auto-tune vocals and then all the amigos kill their verses great song no definitely a great choice there and like you said that that could be the summer song of our our generation there and i wouldn't i wouldn't argue with that pick um i felt like with a lot of our picks you know we're trying to go you kind of went with um uh where they'd be you know they could fit any mood kind of have specific moods for mine so we'll just get into that a little bit and explain it a little bit after our picks yeah i just kind of think you know summer just has a certain feeling no matter what you're doing summer has a feeling especially when you're younger as you get older i kind of feel like it's a it depends on the day it depends what you're doing but like when you're younger summer is just summer and everything you do kind of has the same feeling like just like no obligations you're just free uh from school from you know whatever so it's just kind of a good vibe and i think there's a lot of songs that fit that definitely that's i think a lot of these my songs will fit that mold as well so but moving into my first track here i had lemonade off the new vince staples project featuring ty dolla sign i mean self-explanatory enough you know sitting back with an ice cold lemonade would just i don't drink lemonade but that would bang to it of course i love a nice cold lemonade i just had one yesterday actually so i definitely agree i almost picked lemonade by internet money don Tolliver, all them I, that's, that's, yeah that's a that's I mean, a summer that. banger that is a that is especially like last summer or i think it was last summer it was popular i was listening to that all the time as a hit yeah no so i mean like funny enough with lemonade when i i had to have my appendix out when i was in like sixth grade and they made me drink this sour ass lemonade like it was to clear my stomach it wasn't lemonade but it tasted like it and just ever since I, I can't vibe with the lemonade but maybe i'll overcome my fear with uh with that track playing i think you're gonna have to i think the proper way to do it would also be to like put down a nice lyrical lemonade those just hit a little bit different definitely you know that may be in the works then <laughs> i have like a box of them and they're like a celebration drink like i've had the same box of four for like two years now at least or i don't know i got them like when they first dropped they're like a celebration drink like i i think i drank one like on christmas one year like after one of my graduations like they're just a celebration drink so maybe i'll treat myself to one this weekend definitely that i mean it fits the occasion there but um i mean on that i could do like a live video reaction of me drinking a lemonade and it would be would be awful i think that'd be really good um i have a video of you know one of our cousins i don't want to like name drop the cake is like you know whatever but <laughs> one of our cousins eating a lemon do you remember this at rudy's house when we were younger mm-hmm. yeah yeah classic it's actually the first video on my ipod touch so that's just like an interesting memory so i think uh we need that video of you drinking the lemonade 
maybe maybe that's in the works too anyway let's move on here to my second pick you know i uh there's one producer that i think just makes some great music for summertime that's Kay Trinata. Kay Trinata, just some of the best production for just good vibes. And I had to go with a recent drop. I feel like I have a mix of some old, a couple new, but mostly old. Uh, but this is a new one that just dropped this week. We'll get into the thoughts on the album a little bit later. But I had to go with Zaza Tree by IDK and Kay Trinata. Just a great vibe song. I feel like you could just, you know, enjoy this one just about anywhere, just riding around. Great song. Definitely. That's a, that's a great vibe album that they dropped. But like you said, we'll get into that a little bit later for my, for, or for my second choice here, I went with scar tissue by the red hot chili peppers. You know, that's just like a, Mm. that one could, you could be anywhere with that. I mean, maybe not at a party. That's the exemption there, but um, like just sitting around swimming in the pool, walking around the park, playing basketball. Like that one is always going to hit for me at least. So. That does hit. I love a good Red Hot Chili Peppers song. I had like a big Red Hot Chili Peppers phase, like 2016, probably. I feel like I was listening to them a lot. Um, yeah, so I like that pick. I feel like it's a perfect like ride around song. Kind of fits some different moods, different type of the day too, depending on what you're going for. I think that's a good pick. My next pick here, though, I went with What's Your Name by Ty the Creator, NBA Boy, Ty Dolla Sign. It's a hit. This is another one that I think everybody loves for the most part just a good vibe song young boy goes crazy i love a good like singing type song for the summer yeah and i think no, this definitely. is that so yeah so i mean in our first in our first two out of our five picks we had ty dollar ty dollar sign on the feature here is he the feature artist of the summer i think he's just the feature artist yeah no he he fits uh he fits the summer well with with what he does so and he's also you know a great feature artist like you said so yeah, he's just different. I mean, he's the cheat code on the features, so definitely. For my third track here, I had Puffin' on Zooties by Future. Definitely the biggest banger on that album. Maybe not my favorite song off the album, but that one is a certified banger. You can play it, you know, at the park hooping, at the parties, on the way to the parties. I mean, that one, that's just a certified banger, like I said. I love that pick. That was my favorite song from the album, actually, so... uh yeah, I like that pick. Speaking of, you know, the, you're talking about you can play a hooping at the park. I got to make a new hoop playlist. Yeah, we'll have to, you'll have to get that updated. Maybe that should be an episode. Maybe, maybe in two weeks from now we can do a hoop episode because my playlist was deep for last summer. I wasn't trying to hit repeats. Like, I think it was like 14 hours long because, you know, we'd be out there for a couple hours a night. I didn't even want to hit the same song in the same week. I wanted fresh every time. For the most part. And I think, you know, we did a decent job of that, but yeah, we'll have to get a new one made for the summer. Definitely. You know, that was a little collab Spotify playlist we had there. You did most of the work, but you know, I threw in some tracks. So facts, we couldn't make it collaborative for everybody because I don't want some people put their music on, but no, yeah, no, we'll, we'll keep it between us to control the music. You know, you're bringing the speaker. So you got all the say. So. Oh, facts, especially, you know, but if somebody, you know, out there that hoops with us has a song they want to put on, let us know. We'll get it on. I yeah. trust if you listen to the podcast, I trust your taste, but some of these other people, no shot. <laughs> yeah. We'll, we'll have to see on that one. We're taking requests now. Okay. So the next song I went with was only you by Theophilus London featuring Tame Impala. This song is fire. Tame Impala just obviously does his thing on the indie scene and he just kills the 
production of this song. And Theophilus London does his thing too. It's just a great sing-along type, good vibe song. I love it. Definitely. That is a great choice there. Um, Tame Impala, another one that, you know, fits the summer vibe perfect there. Definitely. He, he has a lot of different vibes, mm-hmm. I feel like, but he just, I don't know, the type of music he makes just fits the summer for sure. Definitely. Okay, moving on to my fifth track here. It's kind of a deep cutter here. This is like a, a late night ride around or ride back from a party or something. This is not one you're going to, this is not one that's going to fit every mood. But for this one, I went with Diamonds by Danger Incorporated. We haven't gotten to the, into them too much, you know, mm. very, very, pretty underground there. But uh, that is a certified banger. I just said about puffing on Zooties, but this is for a different mood, of course. But this one will always hit on a late night drive for me. We just had this on a late night drive, actually. That's exactly so. what I was thinking. <laughs> yeah, we got to enjoy this one on the way back from the Baby Keem concert at like three in the morning, and it just hit. Like, it, it was like the last track, too. It was perfect. Mm, it was great because I, I knew you liked it. So I had it in the playlist and we hadn't got to it. So I think I might have even skipped a couple spots to hit it because I wanted to listen to it because I haven't heard it in a minute. I haven't, I listened to them a lot in like, 2018 19 or whatever and then i kind of fell off on them and then i saw it when i was like making the playlist and i was like i need that so yeah that's a great song i love that pick yeah it's a deep cutting drive back for sure yeah when i was like thinking about this playlist i was like what's the first song what's the last song gonna be and i thought that'd be a great last song on the playlist yeah that's like getting out of your car (laughs) definitely Moving on here to my next song, I went with 1999 Wildfire by Brockhampton. This to me is another just summer classic. I It dropped in the summer or like May at least, I think. And I just love this track. Like, I don't know. It's just such good vibe. And then it kind of has that switch up into that uh, singing part of the end. And it's just great. Great choice there. You know, they didn't make my list as much as I wanted them to. You know, I feel like we've been talking about them a lot. So hopefully... They provide me with a summer banger soon. No, we definitely been talking about them a lot. And I was kind of between a couple of between this one and boys and a couple others, but yeah, no, there's so many summer yeah, songs yeah, that facts. they could go with. So even summer, the song, like that's like yeah, a no. class. That would be like the end of the playlist if I was going to yeah. do that. But yeah, I did the summer self-titled track by, by Brockhampton summer. So facts. All right. For my second, fifth choice here. I messed up a little bit back there. Um, I went with Churchill Downs by Jack Harlow featuring Drake, you know, like any song those two put together has got to be a summer banger. And um, I mean, it did that for me. We'll get into the album review a little bit later, but that song definitely did it for me. That song does slap, but that's like, that is late night summer to me. That perfectly fits late night summer. There's some like daytime swimming in the pool, beach, driving, type summer songs and then there's like late night summer songs that would be a late night summer song i think that's no definitely that's classic some introspective bars great song but uh for my next pick here i had the waters by anderson pack and bj the chicago kid we're talking about ty dollar sign being a feature cheat code i think bj the chicago kid is also in that conversation he's a pretty underrated artist underrated feature but i feel like whenever he pops up I love to hear BJ the Chicago kid. And obviously Anderson Pack is another artist that just has that summer vibe. We talk about like Tam and Paula having that summer vibe with all the music they make for the most part. Anderson Pack is the same way. I feel like I was also debating like a Silk Sonic song, but I had to go with that solo Anderson Pack music. He just, you know, he's from California. He's got different project named after the cities in California. This is off of Malibu. 
I think you could play like just about any song off that project that would fit the summer vibe, but I ended up going with this one. Definitely great. Another great choice there. You know, I feel like this playlist, it's going to have to get added to my personal playlist and I'll have to bang it all summer, of course. Absolutely. Um, so for my sixth choice here, finally, um, this one, you know, it's, I have drama by Drake or by Roy Woods featuring Drake. Uh, I remember it was quarantine and, you know, the weather had just warmed up and I was just riding around with my windows down and this came on and it was just perfect. So every summer since, you know, I've had to, I guess it's just been one summer since, but every, like the first warm day where I can cruise my windows down, it's got to be the first track I play. I like that pick. I feel like my song of that would be Novocaine. Like that's like when it's nice out, I just love rolling the windows down, just jamming Novocaine. It didn't make my playlist because I went with Slide for the like Frank Ocean yeah. part, but Novocaine just hits. And I do love drama. Drama is a great pick. That's another one of those late night summer vibes. I like that because I don't have too many like the late night type summer vibes. I feel like so. I think you added that, and I like that. Definitely, you know, definitely just a great track to cruise around to. So for sure, let's move on to my next pick. Though I went with "Wow Freestyle" by J Rock featuring Kendrick Lamar. This to me is you were talking about like playing basketball to a song and just it being hot out. I think of this. I just think of like. 90 degree days outside windows down but it's still a little bit hot maybe hooping you're just having a good time wow freestyle fits any vibe i think in the summer and i love it i agree with you on that one there um moving on here i have rock and roll by Pusha T featuring kanye and kid cuddy i mean that's another one that could fit a lot of moods for me especially in i mean killed it with that track i Love the beat they have on there and everything that's going on. So, I mean, that's what it fits for me. I love that. I was trying to look through the, like, recent releases to pick a song. And I was debating some Pusha T. But then, I don't know. I feel like, I don't know, Pusha T's got the Coke bars. He's got the hard production, you know. I kind of like more, like, upbeat type, good vibes production. And I'm not saying that doesn't fit the summer vibe, but I like that pick. It just didn't uh, make my list. My next pick, though, I was Stuck on Central by Buddy. Buddy is an artist that I feel like I never listened to. Uh, obviously, he had his bigger hit with Shine a couple years back. And then I, you know, didn't really pay attention to what he was doing. And then all of a sudden, my guy Kerwin Frost was doing his telethon during COVID to raise some money. And uh, he had different artists come on and perform. And Buddy performed. And I was just watching everybody perform so I, I of course checked it out and he did his song stuck on central and that might be like one of my favorite first listens ever like it was obviously live so it's not the same as you know the recording you would get on spotify or whatever but it's just such a good song great beat i just west coast type production love it definitely another another great track there um for mine, though, I went with Sanguine Paradise by Lil Uzi Vert. Um, I feel like like that is a perfect party track for me. Um, you know, that's what I like to spend a little bit of my summer doing, a little fraction of it, and that's a perfect one for me. That's always going to bang when it comes on. So, That's a great pick. That song reminds me, I think it was my junior year of college, like the end of my junior year of college. I feel like we would bump that all the time. Like we were about ready to go to a party. We'd be bumping that, and I, I agree. It does fit that party vibe, but so great pick my next pick though i went with holland days by absol this is a newer song 
I feel like if you asked me a couple of weeks ago, hey, you're going to make a summer playlist. What song do you want? I don't think I ever would have thought of an Absol song. But this song, the production is just so good. It really fits that like upbeat type summer vibe I feel like I go for when I'm making this playlist. Uh, and he does a great job rapping, of course. You know, you need to get that with Absol. But yeah, good. I, I love this. That's, that's an interesting pick. You know, not expecting Absol to make your side of the playlist. Definitely probably not mine. So. Yeah, it's just random. I've been bumping it all the time. I just listened to it today. I went and hooped this morning and I was listening to it on the way back and it hit. And I was like, okay, this is going to be the playlist. <laughs> Definitely. So for my next track here, I remember by Nego featuring Pop Smoke. I mean, Pop Smoke just in Vermillion County, especially 2020 summer, he ran it. You know, that was, he was the guy to be bumping it everywhere. So. I mean, I had to show him some love here for the summer, of course. I, I wanted to go with an older track, but I, I went with something pretty newly released here. So, Respect. That was one thing. Like when Pop Smoke died, like obviously I knew who he was and listened to some of his songs, but I wasn't like, you know, crazy into Pop Smoke. Um, but I feel like everything I saw on Snapchat was like, my favorite rapper's dead. And yeah. I was like, what do you mean? Like you listen to Pop Smoke? <laughs> that just blew my mind. Like some, and I feel like there's other rappers that died that people have just gone crazy about that. I'm like shocked that they listen to like, I think some people posted about young Dolph dying. I'm not saying young Dolph's not a good artist that people were mourning the loss of, but I didn't think Hopeston would be, I didn't think Vermillion County would be these white kids just apparently love this hard rap. And I just, I didn't know they had it like that. Me either. Hey, but Hey, to each their own, you know, it doesn't matter what you look uh, like to listen to what music you like, you know, I guess, but to connect with, I feel like you gotta <laughs> kind of fit some different uh, categories. And I feel like some of them don't, but whatever. Anyway, <laughs> I'll move on here to my last pick. I went with gray area by Kate Trinata and Mick Jenkins. This was my top listened to song on Spotify wrapped a couple of years ago. I love this song. I think it was 2020 Spotify wrapped. It was my top song. Mick Jenkins is just such an underrated rapper. Kate Trinata, as I said earlier, kills the production on anything he does, which, you know, we're getting into a little bit later when we talk about this simple project with IDK as well. But Gray Era might be like one of my favorite songs of all time. Great beat, just super like bouncy. And Mick Jenkins does his thing over this beat. Love it. Definitely great track there as well. For my last one here, this is like the the perfect closer to this playlist even, or, or to any summer night. Well, the good ones, I guess. We have not talked about him very, very much, this artist. But I went with Hell of a Night by Schoolboy Q. He has not made it too much into the podcast, but Oxymoron, that's, that's a classic. Blank Face LP, that's another classic there. So, I mean, classics in my mind, you know, maybe not by the general public, but yeah uh, hell of a night just banger track perfect ending for me what are your thoughts on that i love that that's what i liked about doing this episode i like being able to mention these different artists that we might not have mentioned a lot in the past like we haven't talked about danger incorporated before really we haven't talked about some of these other artists so uh, schoolboy q um i was gonna mention schoolboy q when i said my uh be the chicago kid part that, that was when studio. i was gonna mention him too, i was thinking but I, of it yeah. and i was like oh my god that's great because I was like, he's a cheat code for features. Look at Studio with Schoolboy Q. Mm-hmm. And sure enough, you pick a different Schoolboy Q track. So great pick. That is a late night, end of the night vibe. That That's a good one. I feel like that album, when it first dropped, Oxymoron was just hits. I love Oxymoron. Yeah. 
it's still a hit for me. Um, I remember I, I had it in my cart to get the vinyl and it just didn't end up doing it now. Can't find him anywhere, but that'd be, that'd be a nice one to have back on the wall there. That would be a good one. It has a good cover too. So yeah, it's a good touch. But yeah, I think that just about wraps up this section of the podcast. You know, I really enjoyed making this playlist. I think it's going to be really good. I like the vibes we both picked here. I think with the right sequencing, it's going to be a really good uh, playlist. But with that being said, make sure to give us a follow on Spotify. We're going to drop this playlist on our Spotify at Second Avenue Podcast. The link is in our Instagram bio. Of course, that is also Second Avenue Pod. Drop us a follow while you're there, you know. Got to remind them again, the giveaway is still active. Until we hit 200 followers, go enter. We're giving away Good Kid Mad City and Kitsy Ghost on vinyl along with a record player. This is the perfect giveaway for any new person getting into the vinyl game or any person looking to take it to the next level. Go enter. All I got to do is share the post, like the post, comment and tag some friends. And then, yeah, make sure to go drop us a follow on Spotify for this playlist. Elijah will drop it on his personal apple music as well and so if you're on either one you can get it so yeah it's gonna be a really good playlist i think what do you think i think we did a pretty good job yeah no i think we we meshed that really well we both you know came with all different kinds of music there so well not all different kinds of music all different kinds of lives i'll correct myself there but i'm very excited to see what this playlist sounds like all together i don't know i would say we came with different types of music too though i mean you came with like the red hot chili peppers we obviously have it the rap, but I also feel like we got kind of like an R&B slower vibe with like the Anderson Pack, Danger Incorporates a little bit, not like mainstream rap. And then you got like the Theophilus London, Tame Impala, Kate Renata type stuff. So I feel like we do have some, you know, yeah, no, a lot of different yeah. types. I like that though. I like it. It's going to be good. Definitely. Playlist. You know, it's good to have a well-rounded playlist, especially for something like summer. So absolutely. But let's move into this week's news. We got to start with the new releases this week. There were two big releases this week, and those were Jack Harlow, Come Home, The Kids Miss You, and IDK with his project Simple, produced by Kate Renata. Let's start with the Jack Harlow album, though. What did you think of this project? I mean, I really enjoyed it. You know, I, I don't think it's... I It's getting a lot of hate. I don't... You know, Jack Harlow is never going to release a classic album. He's never going to have a certified classic like you know, the Drakes, the Kanye's, the Travis's, you know, but I mean, I liked what he did. It a solid enough Jack Harlow project. I will say right there, when you talk about the, you know, the Travis's, the Kanye's, whatever, that reminds me of <laughs> the Jack Harlow video from, I think he was in the, uh, it was that celebrity basketball league. If you ever saw that and they were interviewing him and he was like, I always looked up to the Kanye's, the Drake's, the YK Osiris's. Cause I think his team was playing YK Osiris. Great video. Um, but no, yeah, like you said, I mean, he's not going to have a classic um, anytime in the near future. Doing what he does right now, I just can't see a classic. He might have classic songs in some mm -hmm. people's minds uh, just because they're such big hits, but I don't think I'll ever put together a classic project at the trajectory he's on right now. Um, I don't know, though. I just kind of thought this album was boring. Like, I, it was only like 45 minutes long, I think, but it kind of felt longer like in a bad way sometimes albums you're like excited that they aren't over and then this one i was like i wish this, this like was almost on the big day level first listen like i just struggled to get through it um i mean but when i when i think of artists that i can listen to the album you know beginning to ending jack harlow does not fit that mold 
you know, we've talked about it, guys like Five Year Four, and you can't go through a whole Five Year Four and album and listen to every single song. Like, I don't know. My thing with Jack, like he's getting, I feel like he's getting a lot of hate, getting blasted on social media, but people were expecting like this masterpiece of an album, and that's just not the type of music that I associate with him with, at least. I get that, but I feel like he's shown he can do it at times. And so it's like, I just wish he'd put together for a full project. Like, I feel like his last album was actually pretty good all the way through. So like, I think saying that he can't put together a full album is like, I don't know. It's kind of a stretch because I feel like the last album was pretty good throughout. And this one just didn't do it for me. Like, I feel like J Cole used to talk about how sleepy his music was and it always put me to sleep. Like people almost in J Cole, I put like memes of people sleeping I feel that's how I felt with this. I I mean, obviously I listened to it like, you know, I listened to IDK first and I listened to this right after it dropped at 11. Um, but I don't know. I was like pretty just disinterested in the album. But I think the thing I saw that kind of just puts everything together was this TikTok. Somebody said, Jack Harlow makes pop rap. More devoted rap listeners will find him boring to okay. The average rap listener will find him good to great. And the average non-rap listener will probably have him as their favorite rapper. And I kind of thought that was a really good quote. And I absolutely understand what they're saying. Yeah, no, I definitely, you know, you're on the boring spectrum there. I'm on the okay spectrum there for the more more devoted rap listeners. Like, I'm, I don't know, like, I just... I think it was hip hop numbers plus maybe just fucking shit on him. And I was just like, I, I don't know if it's deserving of that. I don't know. Like the other thing was, you know, he said before the album dropped features only or legends only on the features. And it wasn't a legend. No, they were all legends. Yeah, yeah. But I don't think they did their thing as well as they could have. And they didn't fit as well as I hoped. Like they were absolutely all legends. You look at all those features. I was excited. I'm not saying they're not legends. They are. Every single person on the album that was featured was a legend. Drake, Snoop Dogg with the slight vocals, Lil Wayne, Justin Timberlake, Pharrell, legends. Um, but some of them, like, I just couldn't get into. Like, the Drake feature, though, obviously was the best part of the album to me. That was crazy. Drake did his thing. So anything I say about the features here, I'm not saying about Drake. <laughs> but I thought the song with Lil Wayne was like... Yeah, not, no, not I agree with you on that. I thought... Pharrell even like you look at what Pharrell was able to do with Tyler on call me if you got lost on juggernaut when he's working when Pharrell and Tyler get together like you know you get something special unique and I feel like you know the beat was interesting I guess on the Pharrell song with Jack Harlow but I just don't think either of them like went that crazy on it like it was just okay to me um I don't know but then like on that song Jack Harlow says you know, I'd like to dictate things, Kim Jong. And I'm just like, Jack, what are you doing, bud? Like, <laughs> that's just not <laughs> yeah, it. That's, that's not a bar. And um, then you kind of move into like the song with Justin Timberlake. At first, I thought that song was going to hit. I was enjoying Jack's first verse. He had some good lines. I actually really loved. He said, I'm a journeyman, Jarrett Jack. I went crazy. We've talked before. I love a good NBA reference. And I think Jack has some good NBA references for sure. Um, but then Justin Timberlake came in and I was like, oh, I don't know. Like Justin Timberlake, obviously great singer. I just didn't really think it went that well together. Damn. And then Jack Harlow gave a line that I 
cringed at. You know the squares hate the prom king. That line alone just gave me MGK vibes. Like everybody makes fun of MGK. Like, oh, he's like stuck in high school. He's writing songs for high schoolers. He's talking about prom and homecoming as like a 30 whatever year old man with bleached hair. And that's kind of the energy I got from some of these moments on the Jack Harlow album. Well, I was just about to go on about how I really enjoyed Parent Trap. And that was probably my favorite. That was probably my favorite song off the album. Maybe, you know, I'm just biased for Timberlake because, you know, I can always bang a good Justin Timberlake song. But I mean, I thought it was okay. I mean, I thought it was pretty decent, but I don't know. I I like the first verse. I will say I like the first verse and I like the switch up a little bit, but I don't know. I didn't think Justin went crazy like i had hoped he would have so it was okay like that was the whole album it was okay like i don't think i'm gonna be going back to it often i'll go back to churchill downs Uh, i do love that churchill downs is the name of the song because of the kentucky derby is this weekend so that's fire i love a good little you know strategic plan with that but yeah i don't know overall it's just okay yeah you know i respect your opinion of course and i'm i'm with you there you know it's okay it'd probably be five six range for me it'd be a little lower for me but that's nothing wrong with that can't all be tens yeah no definitely uh anyway let's move on here to this idk project simple with production from kate trinata what do you think of this project i liked it a lot you know um really upbeat like you're saying a lot of summer bangers on there i felt like and i think you know idk killed it with this one he had the um yeah, the better album of the night, I will say. <laughs> Absolutely. I don't think there's any arguing that. No, I love this project. I think IDK did his thing. Kitronata did his thing. Obviously, it was a pretty short project, a little EP, basically. But, I, you know, it's definitely a good project to hold you over from, you see, for yourself to whatever the next project's going to be here from IDK. But I love some of these songs. Obviously, two of these songs released previously, Taco and dog food with denzel curry but then you get that new song with mike dimes that was fire breathe which had kind of been teased on social media that was fire zaza tree like i mentioned earlier and then drugstore was also one of my favorites i guess yeah that, basically yeah. everything i've said is one yeah of no, that was so you I mean, went pretty yeah. deep there but uh yeah the i like the opening track drugstore and then like you said i like the features as well i'm with you on that um i feel like a lot of these you know they'll just consistently stay in the playlist and you know a couple of years down the line once they come on and shuffle you know I'll be very satisfied. Definitely. Um, but this, I don't know why, but it kind of reminded me of like Silk Sonic. Like Silk Sonic was a pretty short project and they released like two songs beforehand. Maybe more actually. I think they had Skate and uh, Leave the Door Open and some, maybe another one. But then like there's only a couple new songs and that's kind of how I felt with this one. Like I was like, man, I just want more, which is a good thing. I think you want to leave your fans like wanting more. So I think you did a good job with that. Definitely. I, you know, I like when artists do shorter smaller sample sizes you know shorter albums you know seven to eight track albums i i usually enjoy those more than i do the the 20 track projects no i would agree i think like a sweet spot is like 12 to me um but i thought that this one was perfect because i think you know the next album's gonna be a big one for idk so i think this was just like the perfect holdover and everybody's gonna be you know ready for the next one whenever they get it so now i'm Moving into some singles from this week, we had DMB by ASAP Rocky, Therapy Music by Logic featuring Russ, Good Memories by Lucky, Borrow by Casey, and a couple others, but we thought these were some of the big standouts here. Did you give any of these a listen? And if so, what did you think? 
Um, I really enjoyed the video for DMB by Sep Rocky. I thought it was really well put together and everything. I was, thought we were going to get a Rihanna feature just from like the cover that he had released with her on it, but I, I was kind of optimistic on that. But of course, it never came. But I mean, just a solid track for Rocky there. And then I also gave Therapy Music a, by Logic a listen. It was okay. I mean, you know my feelings towards Logic. I, uh, that was one of my guys back in the day, though. That's what I'll say on that. Yeah, I listened to Therapy Music as well. I'm a notorious, I won't say Russ hater, but I'm not like a big Russ fan. Uh, I feel like he's like, an, I will say he's probably like overhated now. Like, I feel like everybody turns on Russ very easily. He's okay. I just don't got him over to his music and that's fine. He doesn't, you know, make music for me. So whatever. But I thought that song was decent. Um, and then DMB though, like you said, that was fire. Aesop Rocky always kills the visuals and this is no exception. Definitely. I agree with you on that one. Um, I love the little um, grill that they did. That was pretty cool. Even though they, they weren't actually married. So my chance is still out there, but yes, that's sir. besides the point. No, the girl shot was fire, and that's, you know, just, I, I like a uh, good creative shot. And we'll get into another creative music video here in a little bit. A little hometown shout out here for the guy. Shout out to our boy Garcia. He just dropped $1,000 plates on all platforms. Banger of a track. You know, I got to say, he's been killing it recently. So shout out to our boy. Give that a listen. He's got an EP dropping soon as well. So definitely a good track. And then, you know, we're ready for the EP. I heard he's doing a little release party as well. So I think we're going to have to pop out for that. Definitely. And who knows? We may get him on an episode here soon. So eh, we might have to. Uh, but I also got to give a special shout out to my classmate, Memes from No Label Academy. She just dropped a track called Toxic Attachments as well. So got to show some love to both of our, you know, friends of the program. Definitely. Yeah. And we wouldn't be putting you guys on stuff if we didn't also, you know, bump it as well. So. Definitely worth the listen on both of those. Facts. Moving on, though, to our weekly news. Logic's Vinyl Days project will be 30 songs with seven skits with appearances from Funkmaster Flex, Morgan Freeman, Action Broadson, RZA, Rayton Wilson, Earl Sweatshirt, Nardwar, The Game, Anthony Fontano, and obviously a lot more than I just said there. Some are just showing love, you know, just getting vocals on there or not vocals, but uh, voiceovers on there. And then, but a lot of them are rapping. So what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I uh, saw Logic talk about this in a TikTok. Somebody took a like screen recording of some, I don't know if it was Instagram Live, TikTok Live or something, but it was Logic talking about all these different appearances that are coming on this project. That was just some of the names. There are like 20 more that we didn't say, because I mean, we don't want to list all of them, but these are some of the notable ones. But it was funny because he was like, some are just showing love and others are rapping. Many of her, many of them are rapping. Um, and so I just love to picture a world where like Anthony Fantano is going to rap on this project. You're like Nardwar is going to rap. Obviously, those are going to be some of the ones that are just showing love, I would assume. But it would be hilarious if they were some of the ones rapping. Um, but it is pretty wild. Like if you would have asked me a month ago if I expected a Logic project to have Earl Sweatshirt and Dwight Schrute on it, I would have called you crazy. Definitely. But I think we're going to get it and it's going to be wild. No. Yeah. The Dwight ones out there, Aaron judge was another one. I heard him say that. I was like, what? Right. So I, I'm interested to see how he incorporates a lot of these, but yeah, I will say logic. I feel like he does pretty well with sculpting a concept. And I think this could be, you know, yeah. a pretty good one. 
especially i like the vinyl days concept too i feel like just you know i like the name and i think this could be a good project uh 30 songs obviously is pretty long seven skits though so it's you know really only just over 20 songs but still i feel and i also feel like vinyl days i don't know why but it gives me like boom bap hip-hop type vibe which i don't think those are like short songs i don't picture boom bap songs as short those are like three four minute songs in my head so i think it's gonna be a longer album nothing wrong with that though so we'll see how logic does on this one definitely um you know he's had narration through a lot of his projects are we gonna get that morgan freeman narration do you think yeah i don't know he said i think it was hosted by Funkmaster flex oh okay so i think he'll be the like yeah continuous voice throughout all the tracks um but i mean just having morgan freeman on the project is fire you saw what he did on savage mode too so i think this will be you know could be great we'll see definitely um moving on here Pusha T debuting at number one, selling 55,000 units this week. What are your thoughts on that? I love to see it. Pusha T delivered a great project yet again. And so him getting that number one spot at the first of his career, we talked last week about how it was, you know, probable and possible, but now just to actually see it, it's great. I love it. Congratulations, Pusha T. Definitely, definitely. Well, well-deserved there from. So, I don't think we can do this episode without talking about Kendrick Lamar. It is one short week until Kendrick Lamar returns with Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers. And he's been using his website to kind of tease some different things about this project. We don't, it's still a mystery. We don't really know what we're going to get with this project in any shape, really. But he did post a picture of him holding two CDs one said morale one said steppers hinting at the idea of a double album do you think we're a double album from kendrick and if so what do you expect for this double album i don't know i'm i mean you can never be too sure of course you know kendrick's one of the he's gonna hold his cards close so i mean i at this point i would expect a double album but i also would not be surprised if we don't get a double album here yeah i think that's the best way you could put it i think it's possible but i wouldn't be surprised if we don't so i agree um i'm hopeful though i hope that we do get it i obviously would love as much music as we get from kendrick because we don't know how much more we're gonna get after this project so yeah i'm excited i think it could be a great project i would love if he you know i think a double album is a great way for an artist to you know do something comfortable and then kind of do something a little bit more out there and out of the ordinary for what they do um so if kendrick did rapping traditionally on one side of the project and then on the other disc he's just doing some like you know singing something else like that we haven't seen before i think that could be you know really cool because i trust kendrick and what he would put out that it'd be good so yeah we'll see definitely and um you know i feel i can't remember if this is like a personal hot take or we had this in a video but my hot take on this is this is Kendrick Lamar's final album. We will not get another project from him. That is definitely a hot take. I uh, obviously hope that's not the case. And I mean, obviously it's kind of tough because it is his last album with TDE. So you're like, okay, he's going to release something else, just not with TDE. But then it's like, maybe he's is just he? going to take like a leadership role with yeah. Lang and just like be the big homie for Keem and Tana Leone and these other guys are going to sign in the future. So, I mean, we'll see definitely they're doing great things at pg lang as well so i mean 
I wouldn't be surprised, you know, if he's just the big homie, you know, hops on a feature every once in a while, kind of slides back into like almost like a, uh, a Dr. Dre role, you know, where he's just featured here and there versus, you know, consistently releasing music. Facts. Talking about those good things that PG Lang is doing, just dropped a Converse shoe. That's pretty fire. I think any time you get like a rap sneaker collab, it's a pretty dope moment. PG Lang, pretty cool, especially for them so early in their time as a company. You love to see that. Yeah, no, those kicks were fire too, you know, big sneaker head myself. And those may be a cop because I need like for rolling loud. I don't want something that I'm like, I'm not going to wear a pair of Jordan ones that I've in a you know clean colorway or anything. But for those, you know, I'd, I'd be okay with beating up a pair of Converse for like rolling loud, but still stepping out, of course. Facts. Those are like a subtle flex. Like not everybody's going to know what they are, but then the ones that do are like going to be impressed. Definitely. But then the other thing with this Kendrick album rollout was there was a post on Reddit talking about the different themes of the Kendrick Lamar albums and how each one is related to a different form of media. You take a look at Section 80 and people say it's shaped after a book because there's some titles with chapter in them. And then you look at Good Kid Mad City, which is a movie. And I mean, that's the most obvious one of the bunch. And it is you know, just one of the best at being the type of media it's trying to uh, convey, if that is a theory, because, you know, obviously that album is crazy and just is a movie. Um, then moving into to Pimp a Butterfly, that is a poem. And then you have Damn being a magazine. You can see that with the time style font on the cover. And it kind of just, you know, pops with the different news. And it has like the news uh, features on it as well. So or samples i guess so that's cool and then the theory is that this album will be a play slash theater type form of entertainment what do you think about that idea i wouldn't be surprised you know um he i feel like it's definitely gotta fit some form you know i feel like the theory is true you know i agree with it completely um he's one of the biggest artists on you know having these little easter eggs throughout the album and everything so um i That'd be one that I would, you know, hopefully I'm expecting like a player, like a theater there. What are your thoughts though? I think that'd be pretty dope. I think that'd be a very unique concept to bring to life. And I think Kendrick is, you know, one of the ones that I would trust the most to do it and do it well. Um, I always thought that would be kind of cool to do like either a full book or like play as a rap, basically like Hamilton, but not corny. Like if, if you were able to do like that well, I think that could be crazy. Um, and so this is kind of similar to that. So I think that'd be a really cool idea. Definitely. We'll just have to see what we can, what we get, you know, it's by the next time we're recording, we'll, we'll have heard it. So. And honestly, that's, I feel like there's so many things that just don't seem like they're real until they actually happen. Like for me, graduating college, like it doesn't seem like I'm done, but now I just am, I guess. And that's the thing with Kendrick. Like it's not going to feel real until it's playing on my headphones. Yeah, my thing is, it's you know, it's a little more secure option than a guy like Kanye West who pushes his album, albums back consistently. I feel like, you know, what you're, you know, what I get what you're saying, but it's it's going to be here Thursday. You know, that's what, like, I have no worry about. It's going to be here Thursday night. No, no, no. Yeah, I have no worry that it's going to come out, but it's just like, it just doesn't seem like it's going to happen. You know what I mean? Because it's like, it's not like there's a single, it's not like we know a lot about it. It's just so mysterious so uncertain but i'm so excited definitely 
All right, well, let's move on here to the next piece of news for the week. Childish Gambino has his first number one for the top album sales chart with Kawhi, a project that dropped back in 2014. It did 17,000 sales on Record Store Day. That was pretty cool to see. What do you think about this? It's it's crazy to see, you know, the amount of record sales, you know, the influencer having. Like Tyler just went number one a couple weeks back because of it. And I mean, shout out Gambino there. Um, it's crazy. You know, it's crazy what the record sales are doing nowadays. You know, it's kind of bringing back physical units to an extent. Of course, obviously, you can't have a record out on release day. But facts, I was a little bit confused about what this chart was, like, because it's obviously not the number mm-hmm. one album, but it's like album sales. Like, I think it's the most physical album sales of the week, maybe. Because I was trying to go click on the link and look at the chart, but then it was like, this chart is for premium users only or something like that. So I was like, all right, I'm just going to take the headline here and go with it. But anyway, I just thought it was pretty cool. I do like the way they did this album as well. There were three different colors of pressing and you didn't know which one you were going to get. So I, I was wondering if that maybe like encouraged people to buy multiple copies of the record, just hoping that they would get the one they wanted um, in one of the purchases. Definitely. that That's a fair point there on that. So. Yeah, they had like blue and yellow, and then I think they had a blue and yellow like mix. And obviously, I feel like that would be the coolest. So I feel like maybe people were trying to get that one. I wonder if they did like equal yeah. pressings of each, or if it was like one was more unique than the other. I don't know, but I thought all in all they were pretty cool. So uh, I don't think anybody should be too mad if they got yellow and they wanted a different one. So I, hey, personally, I love a good a good colored like pressing on there, like uh, the Mac Miller swimming one. It's blue disc or the Jack Boys is a like a bright yellow disc so i mean those just hit a little bit different when they're spinning oh absolutely i think the colors are you know it's a big part but i'm just saying like i don't think you should be like mad if you get one yeah no definitely i just i think they're all pretty dope and obviously cool colors it it would kind of suck you know they're sending out a black pressing in there as well Mm. so someone's getting nothing that'd be a little dirty yeah if it was black versus colored that i would be hot over but color versus color yeah it's whatever Moving on, though, Future fucking killed it this week. 228,000 units first week. What are your thoughts on that? This is crazy. Well-deserved, though. Future did a great job on this album. There's some great tracks. I feel like it was getting a lot of hype. So it's not shocking that he did this high of uh, sales, but it's great to see. I love it. So shout out to the Toxic King Future definitely you know killed it with a project but so we've been i we talked about it in the dm a little bit so future just did two hundred thirty thousand units almost what are your predict what are your final predictions on what kendrick's gonna do first week who this is tough so my thing is now if it's a double album you're gonna get more songs more songs gonna be more streams um it's so difficult to calculate the demand for this project because it's going to be so high because it's been so long since Kendrick dropped. But at the same time, Kendrick is like a rapper rapper versus somebody like Drake that does pop and everybody's listening to Drake. Um, so I think I'm going to, end. I think it's going to do 500,000 easy. So I'm going to say it's going to do 650. Yeah, that, that's right where I'm at. I was at 450 to 600, but I'm, I'm up it a little bit here. We'll go 500 to 650. That'd be my range I'd put it in. It's going to be very close to, I think, Certified Lover Boy did 
620 something it's going to be very close to that and obviously you know that is amazing album sales for first week so i think it could be even higher though at the same time. yeah no i would not be surprised if he goes platinum first week especially if there's like an instant like hit that everybody's like bumping i feel like that's obviously a big help because then that song would do crazy streams um because i think as a whole that's a another thing about kendrick like if there's a hit it'll be big and that song at least will give it a lot of weight um to grow but if the album is great and people are giving it multiple listens that's going to be crazy for the numbers which i think is going to happen like i think it's not going to be uncommon for people to listen to this album you know three four five six times in the first couple days no yeah and it's not it's not one of these mysterious rappers you know it's kendrick lamar this is one of the biggest uh biggest names in music here um i think you know it just really factors on if you know he has that humble type track on there because i mean you saw what jack harlow did with first class how that was everywhere like that when it released so i mean i think if we get a track like that the sky's the limit on album sales absolutely but speaking on feature let's talk about the wait for you music video i did like the song a lot when it dropped and i feel like the music video made me love it even more like i've been listening to it like every day since the video came out did you have a chance to watch this music video yet? I did. I thought they killed it. Um, you know, they're kind of getting trolled for the, you know, what medieval gear they had on, but I thought it was pretty cool. I didn't see anybody trolling them, but I thought it was fire. Like, I love, like, the contrast between, like, Future and Drake and then, like, the medieval stuff. I, I talked about it last week a little bit, like, growing up, like, I love the Chronicles of Narnia and, like, all that type of stuff. So, like, seeing it in the Future video was, like, fire. I also love, like, the idea of, like, somebody drinking lean out of like a chalice like that's just like a funny idea to me um see i thought the video was pretty dope that's just something you'd see in a future video it is the one thing i will say though the like final shot where he's like killing the guy who's like been an op the whole video (laughs) that is like the worst fake blood splatter i've ever seen (laughs) i don't know if you noticed it yeah it was pretty tough on that but i was like wait what like it just it just confused me. But other than that, I thought it was a fire video. And obviously I love like them sending the uh, like notes back and forth, like the, you know, scrolls or whatever you call them and just using like the old English type dialogue. That was fire. Definitely. Yeah. There, there's a lot of thought put into it, you know, and I feel like features one of those artists that can do whatever he wants with his videos. Facts. And obviously him and Drake could just do a video of them just like sitting there in a Lambo or whatever with like 20 girls and like just you know doing whatever but like i love that they took it and ran with a real creative idea i just did something special and unique so love that but i also while we're on this you know type of like old english stuff i gotta give a shout out to my boy mitchell uh back at high school he had to do an assignment i remember i don't think my class i think it was just his um and they had to like take a song and put it into like old english type you know language and he did Look At Me Now by Chris Brown and them. And it was a uh, Look At Doth Now. So <laughs> that was just funny. And like when I first saw the video, that's immediately what I thought of. And I don't think I even told him that I thought of that yet. So hopefully he's listening to this and he hears that because I got a chuckle out of that. That was pretty funny. Definitely. But so, I mean, just to backtrack a little bit there, you said the the videos of them just driving around in the Lambo. I fucking love the uh, Pop Smoke and Travis Scott Gotti video. Mm. where they're just riding around in the limbo that just hits for me I, obviously you know, maybe it's just a song but that's a that's one i had to bring up of course just because 
I love the coloring they did in that. Everything is like like a nighttime cam. It was pretty. Cr- I love that video. That's what I was gonna say. I feel like the whole Jack Boys rollout. They had like a really good aesthetic and like the coloring on everything was just great Perfect. and it all like matched. So yeah, I love that. But talking about the rolling around stuff, that makes me think of the reminder video by the weekend. In that video, it's just like he they're just like hanging out like at different locations basically but like one shot it's the weekend like sitting on a car and asap rocky's driving it drake's in the shot i think there's like french montana like young thug i think like i don't remember honestly it's been a while since i've seen it but there's just like so many random cameos and like drake especially was cool because you know like there hadn't been like an ovoxo thing in a minute and so that was great to see definitely definitely good to see um i love good i love a good music video i think everybody loves a good music video so facts I think we had to make a video about or an episode about music videos one day. And I think that'll be a banger. There's like one super iconic music video. I remember like specifically with you. So I would, I'd be open to that idea. Okay. I'm excited. We'll have to get into that. So <laughs> I don't want to know though. I want to save for the episode. So we'll get to it later. But anyway, speaking of toxic Kings, we can't talk about toxicity and not talk about Brent Fias. Brent Fias posted screenshots saying that the recording for his project was finished and it was ready for the post-production side of things. I cannot wait for this Brent Fias project. I've been ready forever. And since Fuck the World dropped, I've been ready for this next Brent Fias project. So it looks like the wait's almost over. Definitely. I'm, I'm super excited for this one as well. Um, I haven't listened to Brent too much recently, but once he drops, you know, that's just going to be, it's going to be a real toxic summer absolutely not not a real cruel summer it's gonna be a real toxic summer facts i always wonder like when i'm like thinking about my spotify rap for the year and stuff like i think it's obviously an advantage to like have a whole year with something for it to like get towards the top but like if that brent fires hits late like you know if it comes out in july even it could make top spotify rap for me like i'm gonna be listening all the time if it hits like the way i think it will so yeah, I just love thinking about like how long you have with something to make it, you know, reach the top and how much you listen to it or how much you have to listen to it for it to get that high. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think this could be one project. Obviously there's going to be some more coming later in the year that could do the same thing, but I think this Brent one's going to be special. Definitely. Um, we'll have to just see what we get. I mean, hopefully we get a single or, you know, something soon here. Facts. Well, I think that just about wraps up this week's episode. Um, as always though, you know, we like to do our fan questions, questions from the audience. Send us some at Second Avenue Pod on Instagram. We got a couple, but we know we're running a little low, so we're going to save some for next week. We have a really good one for next week, though. Next week's going to be a big episode, Kendrick Lamar album review. And then, you know, we got the good fan question. What is your dream collab? We don't want to get into that one this week. We want to save that for next week because I feel like that's going to be a good discussion. So anyway, um, thank you guys so much for tuning in this week make sure to go show some love to the playlist. We're dropping the playlist on Spotify at second Avenue podcast and Elijah's personal Apple music. So if you're interested, make sure to listen to that. Follow us, show it some love. Definitely. Uh, they will be out uh, probably when you guys hear the, or they'll definitely be out when you guys hear this. So show some love. I'll, I'll take my Apple music off private and go to public. So you guys can bang that if you don't want to follow me, but if you're going to, if you're there, you may as well follow me. So. All right. Well, thank you guys so much for tuning in. We'll see you guys next week. Peace.